Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's fucking going. We're yeah. recording. Right. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the difference. Welcome so to this is fucking yeah, right yeah. now. Just this, fucking this is going to be the biggest fucking stupid swap cast ever. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. We have, one, we, have one, we have one member from like three different podcasts. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Do you know that term, swap cast? I've never heard like, that term. Stan Hope coined it. Really? He's like one of my favorites. But right. it's just like you do a podcast with somebody. You both have podcasts. Why not fucking both? Put out the it. same episode, double right. dip. So yeah. Du- yeah, swapcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is my first swapcast. So this is a no, you've done one before. Cone. Have I done one? The before? Last time you were here when we did the one in the living room. Yeah, that was two different podcasts. That's the first not time told. I heard of you, dude. <laughs> that's bullshit. At Blaine's, I think that's the first time I heard no, of that's, you. No, that's that was you on oh, yeah. that podcast. No, that was mm-hmm. was floored, and then I listened to your stand up. No, that wow. that's bullshit. Was the name of one of the podcasts. Was it really? Yeah. that was bullshit because I wasn't told. Is that the name of the podcast? That's that's bullshit. Right. This is that's bullshit. Right. I should have gotten done. Double royalties on that. <laughs> should have, it should have been eight cents. <laughs> this is, a, I think, this is the first time I've ever done a podcast. Like behind the bar, oh. we're behind the bar. We just performed at. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch of people. Shit, this is a dude. live podcast we're doing to about forty-five people outside who are not yeah. paying, it, who are we're not, not aware paying. that there's a podcast. So it's similar to the show we just did. To <laughs> 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 people who aren't paying attention, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine, like in 1915, right? You bring some dude that died in 1915. You say, okay, these are called microphones, and this is we plug them in here, and like no one's even paying attention. Wes Ward has headphones on right now. The rest of us are holding (laughs) microphones and recording something outdoors. Yeah. And no one on this patio even gives a shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like the space shuttle's shuttle's taking off, and everybody's like, whatever, man. I'm trying to get laid. (laughs) Dude, that's what it's like with local news, too. You ever see any local news like things, feeds, where like people just be, they don't even care. They don't care anymore. No. I saw some lady drag her child out of a shot by the foot, dude. It was crazy. By the foot. It was nuts. (laughs) It was on the news the other day. That's like a good parent. Yeah. Oh, I I talked to this guy one time. I talked to this guy one time in Louisiana, old dude. And after the show, he's talking to me, right? And I don't know why, but we just started talking about how old he is. You know, like, I don't know, he was like 88. How old was he? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he goes, I'm a farmer, and I don't come downtown that much. And, boy, it's interesting. It's the first comedy show I've ever seen. Dude. And So we start talking. He tells me the story. I don't think I'll ever forget the story in my life. He said he remembers very clearly the first time he ever saw television. <laughs> Holy shit. They lived on a farm and they used to come go into town once a week, once a, every two weeks, whatever, to get supplies, right? And one time, his whole family, it, at the drugstore, there was a television like for sale, you know, in the window of the drugstore. And he said, none of us had ever seen television. <laughs> and he said, we stood at that window for over an hour, just staring at that television, just in awe. And I said, do you remember what was on? And he said, static. <laughs> it was I thought just, there was no program. I thought oh, you were. Gonna, I thought you were going to say uh, there was uh, a nice uh, white gentleman on the screen with a black face. No, uh, hey, was, <laughs> Al Jolson was on the screen <laughs> See, singing blues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just static. Dude, our family I've ever was just had in that all yeah, of this technology. Insane. Huh. That was like yeah. the first time he'd ever seen anything like that. Right. It, it was revolutionary. I had the iPhone and I was watching it online and I was like, "This is all right." <laughs> yeah, see, but when like like little kids, like I have a two and a half year old, right? He is obsessed with my phone, and he should be. 
Yeah. That thing's amazing. It's fucking shiny, oh, dude. Sure. Oh, my God. You, you, I mean, we <laughs> don't even let it? him. It's so slick. My wife gets, she doesn't like him. And I don't either. I don't want him to stare at that phone all day long, you know? So we don't do much, but every once in a while. But he'll, he, he doesn't have a phone, but he knows, like, to swipe. He swipes with his finger. Yeah. And he'll say to you, with, like, he'll have nothing in his hand at all. And he'll say, do you want to see my pictures? And he'll swipe his fingers. He knows how to work does it. Does he take photos? With a with nothing you know, see, with the phone, like, but he doesn't have a phone. But, but he'll he'll hold it up and like say, "Let me take your picture," and he'll hit a button. There's nothing in his hand. He knows how to work it from watching hmm. me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's amazing, it's dude. That not. shit's trippy. That, I think like, that's, that that is creepy because like, isn't that they know what they're doing, right? Like they're making it so intuitive that like it's just. This is how you do it. You know what I mean? They ape the actions. Yeah. My, my uh, yeah. Whatever you do. My cousin, when he yeah. was like, I want to say like five, right? right? He, uh, he was on the spectrum, mm-hmm. but he was watching the Arthur. The gay spectrum or the... <laughs> which, his little gay, which, yeah. I mean, which spectrum? <laughs> yeah. No, no, the autism. Autism. But he was Ra- watching ra- racist, Arthur. The racist spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was from Kentucky. He's from Inez. So, yeah, oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the spectrum. No, no. So, uh, <laughs> right. so, but he's watching the TV show, PBS. He's watching Arthur, the aardvark. Right, and right. a commercial comes on that says, hey, heads up, go to HTTP semicolon forward slash Arthur dot this. And he learned how to, like, just from watching that, click on the internet icon and then type in that very exact web address to go to arthur.com That's and amazing. play the video games. Yeah, he couldn't even, like, read, and he could type that and understand how to do that. Dude, yeah. see, uh, growing up with the internet, like, I learned how to uh, jack left <laughs> so I could use my right yeah, hand for yeah, the exactly. yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, very, yeah. yeah. You're, yeah you're left, about, lefty that, that's, always. Uh, that's oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm pretty much on the same level. Yeah, same sure. exactly. to memorize a website that you don't even know, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm the, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I'm very ambidextrous because of the internet. Yeah, I do remember the first computer I saw. Um, I think it was middle school, I think. We got one, you know? I do remember that. The <laughs> school got one? one. The, the school, school got one? Yeah, the school got one computer. Got dogs. And looking back, it was like, are you? most of us just sat there while the teacher showed us how to do stuff, you know? Well, the teacher told us to don't fucking touch it. <laughs> don't touch it. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched we, the teacher I, play. I had, a, I, was, I had a typing class in high school. We did it on computers. Mavis Beacon? What was Mavis. Mavis Beacon. Mavis Beacon, yeah. It was the, may, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. That was like my... How progressive that Mavis was a black lady. She was. She's teaching everybody how to type. Uh, that was oh, yeah, cool. no, no. This was just like generic. They're just words on the screen. You just type. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, we, me and two of my buddies were in that class, and what we did was... Uh, one we'd like rotate. One of us would do all the work one day for like everyone, and and then like the other two would just like fuck around the whole time. And then we would like rotate who would do that. And uh, oh my god, for anybody listening, there's a dog mauling. There's a, a there's a dog fight going on in the back here. First, DMX showed uh, up, and the other guy from the NFL yeah, and fighting yeah. dogs. Yeah, but anyway, we anyway we would like we would do that, and the way we would get onto into each other's account was like you could log into each other's account from one computer, and it would just show up on your computer. So like we did that, but one day my one buddy didn't like change the mistakes. Because like you have to make mistakes in different places, you know. Uh, yeah. So you didn't change the mistakes. So all three of us had the exact same mistakes, and they like took took us down into the uh, principal's office, and the principal was just like asking us like, it "What?" It sounds like a tremendous amount of work to not work. <laughs> Why didn't you guys but just like, do your own shit and all make a D? Because we were geniuses. <laughs> uh, is that right? <laughs> you were, you were we geniuses. beat the system. Work smarter, right. not harder. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that was like some kid <laughs> yeah. commercial. Yeah. <laughs> 
We felt much more accomplished knowing that we were uh, beating the system than we would have uh, if we knew like we were good typists. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do we have a theme for this podcast? I don't. I mean, I was just gonna do like inside baseball fucking questions, like how do. I don't know. Like, I, I guess I'm like. You're the ringleader. We're the okay. So yeah, sure. I, well, I don't know. Like, like you're. How do you think your jokes? How do you write? How do you think of jokes? No. Okay. So I guess get real what, mad. What I'm curious about is like. I don't know. You you have like anti-religion stuff. You know, very progressive thoughts, <laughs> but it seems like. Well, you're, Bart's you're, trying you're to driving around the Midwest all the time. Well, Bart's trying to get at is that he was he raised very Christian. Okay. And, well, and I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you should tell Stuart the story of your preacher teaching about cake. You, you want to hear fucked yes. up? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it might yeah. be completely normal to him. <laughs> well, I don't know. Wait, did you grow up religious? I uh, I grew up what I call fake religious. Okay. You grew up in the South. I grew up in the South, <laughs> and when you asked my parents what they were they would say baptist but they would get lost driving to church (laughs) (laughs) they didn't even know where it was but the only time we really went was when i got in trouble and then the punishment was you gotta we gotta go to church it's like they didn't want to go i used to uh i used to do this like we i would get in trouble and then they would say we're going to church tomorrow you need to be taught a lesson blah blah and then they would set an alarm and saturday night i would wait until they went to sleep and then i would sneak in there and bump the alarm up a few hours. Do you, do you tell this in a bit? No, but Shit. I might have told it on podcast. I don't know. Okay, maybe because I, I used to, I used to like familiar. bump yeah. it up a couple. Like they'd set the alarm for like seven thirty, and I'd put it like ten thirty, and I thought I was being sneaky. And then I realized as I got older, you don't like the alarm doesn't go off at ten thirty, and you go, oh, I made a mistake. They knew what I was doing. <laughs> they didn't want to go to church either. Yeah. They were probably oh, you got us, They were probably up just oh here he comes. Close close your eyes. <laughs> like <laughs> laughing yeah. their asses off. Right. Fuck. Yeah. So Everybody. tell me your story. I want to hear Okay, so yeah. so I grew up like uh like newly born again Christian. Okay. So like every fucking Wednesday, Sunday, you know? Uh serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but so I would go to this like summer camp where it was like a week-long thing you know you do fun stuff during the day and then every night was fucking church and so we had this with this preacher who was like the cool guy you know it's like non-denominational christian so it's like the the worship pastor is like playing acoustic guitar with like a cool ass like leather bracelet on yeah yeah yeah. this guy fucks yeah oh yeah (laughs) but you know but anyways so he'd do all these props all the time and the final week was it, it's all just like a build up to like get the kids to fucking cry and be like oh we're not worth anything we need to like commit yeah um which they kind of cultish dude amazing amazing at it theatrical is great yeah. so the the last thing was the last sermon was like like oh you know you can look great on the outside but you know on the inside it's what counts and maybe you're not that good on the inside so this dude baked a fucking cake that looked you know like i'm like 14 right and so i just like sweets like i, I never did drugs or boozed yet right. i wish i would have but uh it's this beautiful fucking cake white frosting sprinkles on it you know yeah 
and he's giving this sermon about like looking good on the outside, but what's inside really counts. And so he invites like a child onto the stage to cut into this cake. Cuts into this cake, takes a piece out, and there's shit baked into the cake. Whoa! Literal are you poop. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Literal poop. And it's wow. like we're in the fucking mountains in Big Bear, California. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. Isn't that fuck? Can you imagine Jeez. what his house smell like cooking that shit? <laughs> oh Dude, also, God. also, you, you know when you're like frosting something and you're all like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, right. maybe, maybe he fingers, visual right. gags on podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, but, but, maybe, no, they heard this. Dude, though. and and that and oh, like man. that hit me like, oh my god, like I'm, and I'm it shit cake. it wasn't until I was like in my twenties where I was like, that dude baked poop into a cake and where did he get where that he in the get? middle of Dude, the fucking mountains best, <laughs> right. best case scenario he frosted a pile of shit like he didn't cook it he no, just dude, it was a cake he fought there was batter it was around a cake. it like yeah he, it had to be yeah, i yeah. think i think he fought and killed a bear <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah Dude. i think that kind of crap well that's a bad word <laughs> that's a bad word that kind of crap is like to me like, uh, how do I say what I want to? What I mean? I don't have anything against religious people. I don't have any, anything against any of that until stuff like that happens. You know? Yeah. yeah. Then I judge them the same way I would judge anybody who's trying to manipulate and trick a whole bunch of people. Yeah. I don't care. You know what I mean? Um, but doing religious material or anti-religious material, whatever. Uh, I don't change anything anywhere I, I'm at. I don't. This is what I do. This is who I am. But my theory, and I don't know if I'm right, but my theory is, I'll go into a, a place where clearly I should not be doing this material in this place. Uh, yeah. right? Car- Carnival cruise. Carnival cruise. <laughs> I knew. I knew that. What I didn't know they were going to helicopter me off the boat, <laughs> but I knew they were going to be mad. That those fucking you know? rides, the bus and the helicopter, was is there, hilarious. W- were, were there, were there other comics ride. on that cruise, yeah, or were you the only yeah. comic? Because I feel like I feel like I've heard someone tell that story on a pot, but like not yeah. not say who it was. Who it was? But I yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that story's been told on a podcast yeah. somewhere. There, it was you know there were a couple other comics on the cruise, and they were all like, "Oh, I can't." Like when I showed up, I knew one of them pretty well, and he goes, "What are you doing here?" Uh-huh. Like he knew what I do, <laughs> and I said, "I don't know." They offered me the gig, and I took it. It's decent money. And he goes, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to do my act. And they, and they were like, oh, God, I got to see this. So there was, like a, there was a guy in the uh, – the friend of mine was there at the show, and he was the only laugh I got, you know. Yeah. I could hear him in the back going, And he was, and he was, probably, was, he was probably laughing more so at, like, the horror of the people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he knew I was in the I have a friend. silent the whole time. Like, oh, it was worse than that. It was – People, you could hear people going, "Oh my god!" like that, and st- I mean, it was just fucking it, challenging. What their I ideas. would pay, yeah, god damn it, too. Were, that. And there was a band. There's a band on stage with me, like, uh, you yeah. know, like yeah, a live yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. And at one point, I turned around and I looked at like the band, and the drummer put his arms up and like, I "You're on your them. own, dude. <laughs> we can't <laughs> yeah. give you. We can't back you." But they were <laughs> really the band was digging it. They were like, "Oh my uh, god!" Dude, as somebody who's been on a cruise and has seen cruise act comics, like. Like I would have killed. I would have paid extra to go on that cruise. Where the, you the band. But you know, here's the thing. 
the uh, the the band. Here's the, here's the thing: the inside baseball thing is this. Like, I have a really good friend who I consider one of the best comics in the country, Tom Simmons. Right? He's a great mm. comic. Yeah. He does cruises, and he has a clean act that yeah. he does. He'll go on the cruise. He'll do his clean act, and he enjoys it. He says it sharpens my skills. It. I, I, I'm not allowed to cuss. I can't do any of my material, so he does a lot of material about his kids and being married, and he said it, it makes me set the bar and sharpens me. Mm. That's a, you know, can you hear me, this mic okay? Yeah, no, just the windows coming in. The really wind's coming? Barts, so, you know, I, I think that's a good theory. I mean, it makes you better, makes you sharper, yeah. you know? I just don't, that's not what I do. It's not, my, the way I look at it is I don't make money doing this i i pay my bills i make a living at it but it's not like i'm it's not like if if somebody called and said hey we're going to give you twenty thousand dollars and we don't want you to cuss okay yeah i'll try that <laughs> you know <laughs> what, if it doesn't work you can give me a private helicopter right <laughs> but i'm gonna go i'm gonna drive from georgia to southern illinois and you're paying me six hundred dollars for three nights I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Because yeah, yeah. the, the, the only thing in this art form is the show. There's no money. Not, there's a, a, you know, a tiny percentage of us have a break and you explode and you become Bill Burr. And then you make legitimate money. You make good money. You know, the, All the rest of us are driving around making nothing. If you're not doing what you want to do on stage... Why are you doing this? You could make more as being the assistant manager at a pizza hut <laughs> than you could being a stand-up comedian. I, I love crafting my ideas and going into a bar and presenting them and have people yell at me or come up to me after the show and say, you know, I don't like what you said. And I'll go, what, what part? And then, you know. And then they'll go, I didn't like the religious stuff. What did you disagree with? And then getting into a conversation with them and talking to them. And I'm not lying. I've had people change my mind. Mm -hmm. I've had people that, you know, I was on stage once. I was dating this girl, um, and she loved crappy television. I don't know. She was an intelligent woman. But she would come home from work and just sit there and watch this shit for hours. Like Housewives, like the Real Housewives of yes. County and yeah. that stuff? Just like hours of garbage, you know? And it bugged the crap out of me. So I wrote this bit, and the line that, that I said on stage, I, I was just complaining about her. Like, you know, I was like, she's an intelligent woman, and she's watching all this garbage. I don't understand it. Like, how much of your life do you want to devote to Brett Michaels? Right? <laughs> and this guy in the he crowd is bald. <laughs> this guy in the crowd goes all of it <laughs> and I stood there for a minute and I thought he's right who am I to say what you should watch for entertainment why am I the judge all of a sudden yeah what mm. you know like I just looked at him and I go you're right I'm wrong. No, but it's still you a know? funny premise. My wife has a master's and still watches garbage television. But I, I went home and I talked to my girlfriend. I said, let me ask you a question. Do you, do you have a reason why you watch this stuff? Like, how can you watch four hours of Brett Michaels? And she goes, I work with, with kids. She had a job with, like, disturbed kids, right? Kids that had been beaten and sexually abused. So and she, stuff wanted like to see, she wanted to see where they're going to end up. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> right. 
No, but essentially she was, she was like, you have this brain and deal with these people. Well, uh-huh. He's a world karate champion. And we have a, a, a minor professional wrestling thing here in town. And he tag what team. He does professional wrestling on the side. He tag team with Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels was uh-huh. here. Oh, wow. Right? This is the owner of Lynch's talking right now. Alex, right here. And he's pointing to the door here guy who wrestled back Alex, Michaels, and he's Alex. coming over. He's talking about Brett Michaels. Alex, the man the story about Brett himself, Michaels. sits down. You, you here we go. Right? I wrestled with Marty Jannetty. Uh, I don't even know enough. Brett Michaels. <laughs> 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 he's a really nice guy. I wrestled with a guy who has a name. a lot of advice in the business, and uh, very, very nice to people who are new to the business. He's very, very, very knowledgeable with everything um so he gave me some really stellar advice before so. well that's telling cool my too. ex-girlfriend loves him so was it just like a like her zone out yeah thing yeah she yeah. told me she said i work with these kids all day long and i hear the most horrific stories you could ever hear in your life yeah and when i get home I do not want to be challenged. I want to sit there and just jello. Like yeah. I want to sit there and zone we call it. We, I call it drone mode. You just turn off and then just dive Dude, into whatever it my, is, whatever my tasks. Like, like after I do a show, like I come home, get fucking ripped, like real stoned, and Trailer right. Park Boys. That is like my like. <laughs> I saw I, that. I was. I'd never Dude. seen it. Right. Oh I my just, god. I just come I home from. I come home it. from a show and I just like play Candy Crush for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that much TV, but I was in a. Th- I was in Canada working like for two weeks straight in February. It was like, yeah, it was just cold horrific cold out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm stuck in this room. The trailer Park Boys comes on. I thought, well, I have some friends that watch this. That's great. Dude, that it is, show I, I op- is so funny. It is the I, I stupidest opened, show for fucking smart people, though. It's <laughs> yeah. like smart. I, I opened for one of those guys once. Fuck. The the, the guy caveman the guy. The caveman was oh. on tour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I opened for him. It was it was uh, it was an experience. Him? Yeah. Me and me and uh, me and Ray opened up for Sick. him. But if you're gonna do if you're gonna do dumb comedy. <laughs> I'm putting quotes where the yeah, podcast yeah. can hear me. <laughs> like Steve Martin always did dumb comedy. If you're going to do dumb comedy, you got to be really smart to pull off dumb yeah. comedy. That's how oh, I feel yeah. about you know? it, yeah. But I don't know. My answer to your question is like I, d- I don't agree with people, comedians and whoever that says, um, oh, well, you can't do challenging material in the middle of Michigan. or so. I totally disagree with that. You're not Same. doing it. Is what I, you know, I, I don't change what I say. I go in, I do my shit. If you like it, that's great. If you don't, sorry. Well, and I think I, mean, it's, I have a, you know, I have, beautiful. I, like. I have a, I have a quite like, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm ever like I've heard a bunch of people talking about it. But have you have you heard of that Nanette special? Oh my no, god! No, I haven't watched. I haven't watched any comedy specials in fifteen years. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that that is another question. What do you like? It's very hard. Okay, so like I'm only three years over, a little over three years in. Right. And it is really hard for me to watch any same Netflix. With, same shit. with me. Like I am waiting for it to like flip, and I want to see like just raw, like raw as fuck second, in small se- rooms. The second Dave Chappelle one where he does it in the yeah, belly room. Yeah, in the yeah. belly room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I just want to see the rawness. I don't want any fucking but, flyover bullshit. Like, right. Splice together three shows. I don't know. I don't know. Do I stopped watching comedy a long time ago. I watched, like, I watched everybody that went up tonight. I thought everybody was great. I watch whoever I'm working with. Yeah, yeah. But I don't watch it on television. I, 
you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I don't want other people's thoughts in my head. You know, so yeah. even when people tell me like, oh, you got to watch this special. It's so great. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure you're right. But I don't want their thoughts in my head. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I don't want that. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably missing a lot of good work. But, you know, I'm also my head's full of my own thoughts. Yeah. You know? can, can you appreciate like or can you separate yourself from like thinking about like, oh, I'm going to I think I can tell where you're going. <laughs> like, can you get into that, like, just, like, observing? Yeah, like, can you just, when, like, let go and be a you fan? Know, yeah, or? you know what's weird for, with me? I, maybe this is normal. I don't know. I when, when that happens, when I just realize that I'm not in, uh, like, I'm not, you know, trying to critique. Yeah. It's the dumbest comedy in the world. <laughs> like, like, the Trailer Park Boys, I'm just laughing. It's just, like... Some of the comics that make me laugh the most are the dumbest. It's just a bunch of fart jokes. So, like, you're a big Larry the Cable Guy fan. No. I mean, that's, <laughs> I, uh, I, mean the, I just, I, I don't even want to mention. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to mention names, but there's a few comics that, that I, literally I choke. I laugh so hard. And they're some of the worst comics. They're so bad. And it's so funny to me. Jeff Dunham fan. <laughs> oh no, my no, no, no. Um, not I'm, that bad. Excuse me. I'm standing right here. You don't have to talk about my comedy. Like <laughs> West Ward. West Ward, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, even with the special stuff, like, Facebook's tough, too. Like, I won't realize it, but I'll see shit on Facebook. Right. And then if I'm ever in the moment or trying to riff, I'll come up with something on the spot. I'm like, that was pretty funny. But I think it's like, maybe I saw that somewhere in, like, a shitty meme or something. I'm, like, afraid that I might have, like, yeah. stolen I don't it. Wa- I don't look at Facebook ever. Yeah. If you, if you, if you send me a message, uh, you know, yeah. like, you, you know, Bart sent me a message, yeah. you know, and... More so personal. then I'll go and I'll look at the message and I'll respond. Not a status. But I don't look at the shot. actual page at all, ever. If it I, wasn't... I, I just, I don't, you know... Yeah, if it wasn't for comedy, I think I'd just delete my Facebook. Dude, same. Yeah. I, I same. hate it. I hate... Fucking same. Just, I hate it. Okay, real quick, because yeah. we're talking about things that... I political shit. We hate... Just, I actually... <laughs> I really hate open-ended questions, and you brought up the Nanette thing. What were you going to oh, say right. about yeah, yeah, yeah. that? To I was just—I just wanted to know. I just wanted to uh, ask if you've seen it yet, and like what you thought about some of the things that she was saying. Like, I've I haven't seen it. seen it yet, but I've heard other people talking about it. And I think like one of the things that she brought up was like all comedy should always have some kind of like message behind it. Okay. I disagree with that. Yeah, but, I disagree but okay. too. Yeah. But also like seeing your shit, it's like oh my god! Like yeah, yeah. but I like I this feel is, positive about the, the world. Reason, the reason the reason you ended on such a solid like note. Well, I, I like that. Was, I like what you just said. Bart just said I feel positive about the world slightly. <laughs> That's the way I feel. Yeah. You know, here's the the evolution of what I'm doing right. The show I'm doing right now, it's I started out just complaining, right? Mm. Trump, the government, greed, all this. I started, and then and then I, I I was out on the road and I realized everybody's complaining. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought, what? I don't want to be just another person complaining. I mean, how many? You know what I mean? So then I wrote this show. I dumped everything, and then I wrote this show that was all positive. It was all. Feel good, kind of. Mm. Come on, we, we, you know, we can care about each other. And then I thought, it's not accurate. <laughs> I don't believe this shit. Yeah. I'm not Mister Rogers. Yeah, human beings are horrific creatures. Yeah. Heard that? My God, look at look at the world. Mm. But I also don't believe 
that were totally bad. So then I stopped and I thought, what is it that you believe? What is it? Mm-hmm. And then I started writing it from that point of view of humans are really adaptable creatures. Yeah. I mean, we really, we do amazing shit, loving, giving, just incredibly make bring you to tears what some human yeah. beings will do for a total stranger. Yeah. And then we turn around and murder each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we are an, we are a very expansive creature. We're, we're, we're adaptable. We're, we're, we're like cockroaches, but we carry more diseases, you know? It's just, it's horrible. <laughs> so I started writing it from that point of view. Mm. So if you, if, you, if you say to me, the world's over, it's done, humanity's dead, not true. Don't believe that, you know? Yeah. If you say to me, uh, it, it, it's all beautiful and God is in control. Not true. Don't believe that. <laughs> Don't believe that. It's in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, and, and that's kind of the way I feel what Bart just said. I, I feel better slightly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you see kids being separated from their families mm-hmm. at the border, breaks your heart. Breaks yeah. your heart. If you have a heart, it's broken. But then you turn around and you see millions of dollars being raised and people marching and you see all these people giving their time to try to connect people. Mm. That's humanity. Both of those things are humanity. Both mm. of them. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to, uh, I, I'm not trying, to, I don't want to dig too deep, but I was curious if this was intentional because your whole hour that you just did was all about humanity in general. But you had like a tag about Rosebud and essentially uh. at the end of your show it doesn't end on like a, a funny note it no. ends on a very real kind of this is the end message so it was almost like you were calling back the Rosebud thing but making your own little Rosebud for your set was that at all intentional uh, uh, partly yeah that the closer that, that's an it's a question I, I still don't know uh, I wrote this closer that I'm doing right now which has some funny parts in it right <coughs> Um, but the ending, it, it ends on, it doesn't end on a joke. It ends, it ends in silence and applause, even yeah. in a packed fucking bar with a bunch of like, It ends drunk in silence, hooligans. and then, you know, on a good night, there's applause. applause. On a bad night, there's, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> and being a comic, West you know, you're constantly thinking, <laughs> I got to get the laughs, I got to get the laughs, I got to get the laughs. Yeah. So I did this closer one night. And it, I ended on nothing, and I got off stage and thought, "Oh God, that was horrible. I bombed, you know. I, you know." And and then, like another comic goes, "God, I love that closer." And I was like, "Are you kidding? It, I got, it's not funny. Like it ended on nothing." They're like, "Oh, but I don't know. It's something about it." Powerful. Yeah. I kept doing it, and I kept thinking the same thing. Like it's not funny. I got to write a new closer. And then, but the comics and some audience members are like, "God, that that close." And like, in other words. They weren't saying, oh, I love that one joke in the middle that was so funny. Everybody was saying that closer's great. Yeah. You know? I think so then I just gave up. I was like, okay, well, take it, yeah. they're more important than I am. Yeah. My judgment is it's not a funny closer. Their judgment is it sticks in their mind. I think by the time you yeah. get I think by the time you get to the closer though, like I mean, people have kind of gone on this journey that you've taken them on. So like I think the although the closer doesn't end on like a big joke, I think it gives them what they want. It at gives that point, closure. Though. Yeah, it's closure. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Yeah. It's like a one-man <laughs> show kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah but I don't even think it's like I don't know. When I hear one-man show, it's like oh. Right, right, right. But <laughs> I don't know. It's funny shit, and it 
it's just all fucking brought very, back to very, it. Yeah. Very, very, very well structured. Broken yeah. down and maybe, into parts. and maybe, like maybe like what they want. It. Maybe, maybe yeah. saying like what they want is not right. I think maybe it's more so what they need at that point. Yeah. Closure. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. do want to say. I mean, in the the closer, I do want to. I do like the message of we can win. You know, I mean, yeah. without yeah. well, I'm 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 gonna sound hokey. Love can win. Yeah. <laughs> if if evil can win, then love can win. Yeah. You know, you can't say, well, evil's going to win and love has no chance. That's not true. Love has a chance. Yeah. You know, and I so without sounding like it's 1967, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's got a chance. We have a chance. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's just a you know? trucker at a truck stop in the middle of the night defending Mexicans, there's right. a chance, man. <laughs> That's it. I mean, that that thing I said at the beginning of that that closer, we're like. I was in a truck stop, and this one dude just dropped the N-word, like no hesitation, no nothing. Just hmm. didn't even look around to see if there was any African-Americans. <laughs> he just said it. And another guy, I mean, big dude, just stood up and on his way walking across the lounge goes, not in front of me, motherfucker, and just started beating on him. And I, my heart was just like, get him. Hell yeah. yeah. You know? A white dude stood up and defended an entire race of people yeah. when they weren't even fucking there. He could have just let it go and walked out and thought, what a jerk. Yeah. You know? Hmm. I mean, to say, if someone says, if someone tries to tell me there's no chance that humanity can win, I'm proving they're wrong. Hmm. You know? Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm so. cu- was that, like, was that, like, recent, like, was that... After the election, or was that like before the election? The N-word thing was was after. No, that was before the election, before but the it election. was during the. Was it during the campaign? Yes. Month? Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just, I, I was the, just curious. Yeah, I mean, it is. You know, like what I do, like I don't get on a plane. Well, I don't want to sound like I'm like, you know, bad mouthing other comics, but the comics that get on a plane and put their earbuds in and fly. To a nice club and 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 then they're at a nice hotel yeah like you know when you're in a truck stop in the middle of mississippi <laughs> that's when you're going to hear the shit yeah that's when you're going to hear you know you're not going to hear that stuff if you're in your own bubble dude and that you know? is like like i'm so interested in that way that you're doing comedy because i love the fucking weirdo <laughs> like, like i traveled for a while right um but i love that experiencing these weird ass like I do too yeah mm. like uh, like I I was in West Virginia mm-hmm. not too long ago bragging <laughs> <laughs> not doing stand up uh, but uh like, I, I don't know like, like okay. some people on, uh, on this podcast <laughs> oh yeah aren't you going to New York City yeah, on a plane uh, or you on a plane you in I'm West going Virginia? on a plane too Are you I was going to be like on a plane John I was gonna Denver be, I'm going to I'm going to oh, <laughs> Wes, if you were if you were serious about comedy, you would go to New York on a Greyhound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I looked into it, but it was uh, the same amount of money as yeah. a plane. Uh, if I can get somewhere faster, you know, like I told I a could joke teleport tonight, to I'm working York, on this joke. I can't get it to pop right, but I'm working on this joke about those people that have a Confederate flag and an American flag. Yeah, yeah. and it's just wrong. You know, pick a side. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm doing a gig in West Virginia. I pull up to the bar. Literally, the home next door to it. Has a, a f- American flag and a Confederate flag. Which one's on top? <laughs> I don't even remember. But I, I walked up on stage and I said, the first word, I didn't even say hello. I went, what the fuck? 
you can't have an American flag and a Confederate flag. And I start like just riffing on it, just like yeah. yelling about it, you know, in the, and then one dude goes, that's mine. <laughs> and, Oops. Yeah. And then I looked at him. And I'm like, are you shitting me? Like you flew both of them. And I like, and then, so then I literally, I was like, okay, let's talk for a minute. I know some of you guys are Confederate fans, whatever. Okay. But you cannot have both, right? And even that dude goes, I never thought about it that way. I guess, you know. Uh -huh. So that's, that's, if, if I'm right, you know, if you're going to do like, whatever it is I do, I don't even know what you call it, but if you're going to like. Art? Yeah, I, I do believe comedy is art you know it's just there's not a lot of artists practicing it but if you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> oh shit man still sitting here i don't get this <laughs> yeah. sorry wes um if you you know Damn. if you're like if you do like you know great rooms right all the time you know like you go you go up in chicago and you and you, you talk about how dumb the Confederate flag is. I mean, you know, what kind of you're resistance getting, are you going to get? You're just getting yeah. everyone applauding and agreeing with you. Yeah. Choir, which is fun. I love preaching to the choir. It makes you feel good. Everybody applauds and they all agree with you. It's a great feeling. You'll be at Dr. Grin's this weekend, right? I'm at Dr. Grin's <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, if you want to know if your Confederate flag bit is funny, go to West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Do it, do it for a few weeks in West Virginia. And what will happen, what's fascinating to me is, you that first show you'll go into it if you're like me you'll go into it confident i'm gonna you know prove my point and then like my opinions about the world and their hatred grind together because i'm stubborn i'm not going to change yeah right and they hate me so they're not going to change either so we grind and eventually after six months on the road my material has changed because they've grinded on it it's gotten sharper because if you're, Dude. all you have to do, you go up in Chicago and you go, anybody that likes the Confederate, Confederacy is dumb. Everybody laughs and applauds. Woo! That's not an argument. Ow. You didn't just make an argument. You made a statement yeah. that a bunch of people agreed with. Mm. If you think the Confederacy is dumb, prove it. Right, like mm. why? Find an argument that's going to make a person with a Confederate flag tattoo go, fuck you. Right. You're right. Find that argument. Right. And then, so you spend six months just pissed off in your hotel room, you know? Uh -huh. And then finally, you whitt it whittles down and whittles down. It gets sharper and sharper and sharper and sharper. Then go to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the Confederate bit. And then it's it's not just them agreeing with you. Then they're like, holy shit, I never thought about it from that point of view. Yeah. Man, you know? I, mean, that, that's, I mean, that makes a lot of sense because, like, I, mean, I think a lot of, like, really good comedy comes from, like, having some opposition you know yeah. like having some kind of like yeah. like uh, you know it's a, a, you wall, a it's wall like a, it's always yeah. you fighting against some sort of authority a lot right, of the time right right i mean I, I like i yeah. I, even I, if it's yeah like i agree with that's why i like ex like i exclusively only do like my gay demonic material in black baptist churches <laughs> 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 they're looking for right, clean right. comedy yeah, and you're yeah, like i'm going to yeah, give yeah. you a fistful yeah. of it <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Wink. And you do that. Didn't your plane here? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took off. Dude, but they yeah, told me to drive. Like these weirdo bar shows, like that. I don't know. I love going to weird country. Yeah. Like, I do too. But uh, I mean, obviously, I'm not agreeing with their politics. But I love like going to that one bar that's in the fucking middle. Like just walking in there, smoky pool room. Yeah. 
like I, I love country music. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, like you mentioned Stanhope. Oh. I uh, there, there's a lot of comics that are great. That their approach is like, I don't give a fuck what you think. Yeah, you know, and that's great. I love you know that like the Carlin approach. You know, yeah. 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 Carlin's approach was, I don't give a shit if there's five people here or eight thousand. This is my act. I'm doing it. I'm right. You know I'm right. Fuck you. Yeah. That was his approach. And I think Carlin was is the greatest comedian that ever lived. Mm. Only because Bill died at 32 <laughs> and Lenny was on heroin way too much. <laughs> right. You know, but my approach is not that. My approach is not fuck you, I'm right. My approach is have you ever thought about it from this point of view? Yeah. So every once in a while I write a joke that is like off-putting and I and it's just I'm I'll do it. <clears throat> like here's an example like I did a joke uh, the the Catholic Church was picketing the abortion clinic in Atlanta hmm. and I thought I saw it and I thought whoa the Catholics have an opinion <laughs> holy shit <laughs> and then I just started listing like from like from the Crusades all the way down all the shit the Catholics have done Ugh, right dude. and then the punchline was uh, the only reason I'm for abortion is some of those kids might end up being Catholic. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you know? That's good. And I did the joke, and the people that agree with me laughed, and the people that didn't, it turned them off, and I lost them for the rest of the show. Yeah. Hmm. So that joke got removed because I don't want people to leave me, mm. you know? So the joke wasn't, it's not serving its purpose. I, I actually want people to stay with me and listen to what I'm saying and then prove to me that I'm wrong or reluctantly agree you know what I mean right. mm, so yeah. when I do a joke that's just way too far yeah you know which happens occasionally and then I'll go ah crap you know like the one tonight which I don't know if it's going <clears> to <throat> stay or not is the the boxer shorts thing that if you're selling oh, boxer shorts to say he has risen yeah <laughs> that's good <laughs> I can't tell if am I you know because the people that are in the crowd that are Christian and they're kind of hanging with me, they maybe don't like what I'm saying right now, but they haven't totally zoned me out. Am I pushing them off the cliff with that joke? Or are they hanging with me? Not, I can't tell. It's a fucking dick I mean, joke, I mean though, it's a dick joke. It's just a dick joke. Like, my dad is fucking really Christian, but, right. but underneath that, dick jokes always <laughs> always he believes in two work. things christ and dick Dude. jokes right right so it's right like, now that joke's in you know right now i'm leaving it in but i might yank it i, I don't know i don't know but i don't know that's my my approach is i'm gonna go into this weird bar i'm gonna say yeah. all these words and we'll find out what happens right and we're more than likely both of us me and the crowd will change a little bit yeah you know have you ever gone in have you ever seen a room and you're thinking ah it's gonna be a cakewalk tonight they're gonna agree with all the things i say and then you find it that huh. they're resisting oh yeah oh yeah uh, yeah um the left uh has a there's a part of the left right now that wants to be super picky about shit yeah yep super picky Heard that. Yeah. So they want to point out all the little, you know, I, that closer I did tonight, right, that we were talking about, about there's no homeless Mexicans. It's very hard, very difficult to find a homeless Mexican. 
<laughs> my opinion, my my theory of why that's true is that they take care of each other as a group. Right. They're not going to allow a great uncle Dude. to be an alcoholic. They're going to go pick them up and put them on their couch. You know. Yeah. So that's my closer. I got. I did a show in Asheville, North Carolina, which is the Austin, Texas of North Carolina. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, Asheville is as that's as left as you can get in the South. Right. Right. But still, the Dallas of North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I get an email. I get yeah. an email after the show. Or, yeah, I think it was after the show from a guy, and the email said, uh, uh, "I appreciated your show." Uh, despite the inaccuracies. And then he said, uh, I wondered if you're aware that uh, there there may not be a lot of homeless Mexicans, but there is a tremendous amount of migrant workers that are living in horrible situations. And I'm reading it like, who the fuck brought up migrant workers? <laughs> yeah. I said this, nothing about migrant uh, workers. This guy, this, this guy comes out of left field like, actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, okay. Last time you were here, I I told you about this. Like, like I'm from Arizona, and like I, I worked with these Mexicans. Like, it's <laughs> gonna. I'm half Mexican, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, but I worked in like moving to Michigan and working in restaurants. It was weird to see white people in the kitchens. Because <laughs> I remember us talking about that. Yeah, Arizona. It's all Mexican people. Yeah, yeah. Mexican right. fucking cool ass dudes, and like, yeah, like. These two brothers that I knew, like, got into Arizona illegally, which I don't fuck, like, do fuck yeah. Right. <laughs> we're you working. Can't stop human beings from illegally. Yeah. They were working, like, the I mean, what, hardest. What are borders, like, really? You know? What? What are borders, really? It's a construct <laughs> by the man. That's who. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so they, they were working, like, overtime, like, as much as they could in, like, two different restaurants, just fucking saving up a shit ton of money, and they did live, like, Four people in one room in an apartment, right? And they saved up all this fucking money, and they're like, "Hell yeah, we're going back to Mexico." I mean, with they, all this money, two brand new trucks that they bought, yeah, they, and they got I mean, fucking they, robbed. They, like, <laughs> oh, they, dude, I hated like, the like, ending of that. Like I hated three, it. three years of just Saving. nonstop working. Yeah. So oh, they essentially, know, they dude. essentially oh. live like open micers in like New York. Yeah. Yes, except right. they actually work for <laughs> yeah. fucking like 80 uh, they hours actually a did week. something, right? Yeah. That Dude. Is, uh, they don't just they don't just podcast for an hour and yeah. make yeah. yeah. thousand dollars on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't sit around and complain about how no one will book them uh, the yeah. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the bar has something to say about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, I don't know. Like that that shit just hits home for me just cuz I've been around that stuff. Right. Uh Yeah, I you know, like w- <laughs> Like you know, like that's a good example of what we're talking about. Like I noticed that that you just don't see a lot of homeless Mexicans. I noticed it one day, right? Yeah, it, it's a funny fucking thing to yeah, to yeah. realize, you know. Yeah, I just, and, and I was like, like, what is? And then you know, and then I literally start driving. I would be in a town, you know, and I'd just drive around. I just say, yeah, I'm gonna go see if I can find a homeless Mexican, <laughs> and I just drive around. You know, you, know you see less than a homeless Mexican, a homeless Arab Mexican. <laughs> what? <laughs> homeless Arab. Homeless Arab. Arab. Open mic over. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Excuse right. me, sir. 
Yeah. Yeah. Arab. White person we left on the street. Arab Jewish Mexican. But you know, like. You like, know, uh, I you don't know, know I, I noticed that little weird thing that yeah. you just don't see a lot of homeless Mexicans. And I, I just, I went, I went up on stage and, and like, I don't know, I did a thing or two about it, you know, just short thing. And I kept building it. And then I got resistance, you know, from West Virginia. And, or, you know, I'm using West Virginia as an example of almost everywhere. And uh, so then either at that point, either I stopped doing it because someone didn't like it. Or I go further. Yeah. It's like if I think I'm right, you know what I mean? Then I'm gonna I'm gonna build more and more and prove it to you. And now it's it's an eight minute bit with layers and layers and layers in it to the point where you know it's to the point now where if someone actually wants to argue that point with me, they got to climb a big hill because I just laid out a pretty damn strong argument. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. <laughs> my uh my my theory my my theory is uh that like uh, the american uh like th- our like government their whole thing about global warming is to really just solve the problem of uh animal homelessness like let's just get rid of all these homeless animals because they're just drag on society what is this you're talking about <laughs> this is what global warming is get rid of the problem of, of animal homelessness animal kill all the yeah. animals we're yeah. animals kill all the homeless animals that way we don't Dude, have this oh, drag that's on society another thing. I love that you say like or refer to humans as animals because yeah. like I believe that like we're like why are we any fucking we're we're oh, we got souls. Oh, we're different. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. We feel yeah. pain. We're animals. Yeah, duh. we're animals. Well, here, the difference is we feel pain and animals don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, My eyes. Apparently, we like taste pretty good. <laughs> cannibalism's been around a long time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit. That, how long is this run that you're on right now? Or. Is it never? It's a pretty long one for me. I'll be, I work almost every week, yeah. but you know I try to go home. You know, like 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 I'll be home. Uh, like I'll get home on Sunday, and then I'll leave again on Wednesday, mm. and I'll get home on Damn. Sunday and leave again on Tuesday. All driving. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I work Calgary, Canada every winter for some reason. They 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 book <laughs> me there every winter. I fly there. Yeah, because that's just I'm I'm gonna hit a blizzard, you know. Yeah, and I don't, yeah. No, but I mean I'm going like I left my house yesterday in Athens, Georgia, and I drove to Ohio and got a hotel room, and then drove the rest of the way, and now I'm in Port Huron, Michigan. Yep. Yeah. Tonight I'll drive back. I'm I'm sleeping at a buddy's house tonight in Toledo. Then I go to Grand Rapids tomorrow. Then on Sunday, I'll drive from Grand Rapids to Winnipeg, Canada. Wow. I'm there for 12 days. Holy shit. And then shit. I drive from a Winnipeg. Show, show every night in Winnipeg? Show every single night Heck for 12 yeah. days. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So, and dude, then I drive yeah. from Winnipeg to uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin for one night. Then I go from Eau Claire to Rochester, Minnesota. Ooh. And then on that Sunday, I drive to Madison, Wisconsin, do one show. And then I drive home, so I'll be gone almost a month Jesus. this time. So Calgary, yeah. I mean, I don't have a you know, I don't have a manager. I, I booked it all. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Huh. So yeah. Calgary, Calgary. That's like 
the conservative part of Canada, correct? Yep. How yep. how does your stuff go over there? Like how how conservative is a Canadian conservative? Well, the Canadians. I've been working a lot more in Canada. <laughs> Because <laughs> the South won't hire me anymore. <laughs> a, a, a conservative in so, Canada. So, the, so like, conservative in Canada is like a Democrat in the U.S. Pretty much. <laughs> like, here's the conversations I have with Canadians. That I have a lot of people in Calgary that come up and they'll go, "Yeah, I'm not uh, a, a progressive like you are, but I really liked your show." And then I'll say to them, "Well, what do you what do you call yourself?" Well, I'm more of a conservative. Okay, so what is your feeling about gay rights? Oh. Gay, Homosexuals have every single right that I do. <laughs> oh well, then you're not a conservative. Yeah, you're not American conservative. <laughs> you know? Yeah, American they're like, well, that's just that's not, just you're hatred. Not, you're not real conservative. <laughs> yeah, that's what they'll say to me. Well, that's just hatred. That's not politics. And yeah. I'll go, I like this. I like this. Yeah. The conservative in Canada is about spending. Yeah. Like, right. where should the the funds be spent? Through the right. government. Right. That's yeah. what they're looking at. Not what rights should be withheld to people. Yeah. But I'm sure that there are crazy right-wing Canadians that hate homosexuals. But I just don't. I, I've not met one. I've not met one. Yeah. I'm I mean, shocked. There's uh, they don't hate more with how cold it is. <laughs> there is there there is something to be said. You know, if I was that cold, maybe. I would hate everyone. But Dude, maybe I, if I think it's the heat. Know. Heat does that. Like Arizona, it's like everyone. Nobody says hello. Like that was the weirdest thing moving to Michigan. Is like people are like. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Like, how are you? And you're like, like what? eye contact I, and you know, everything. So like <laughs> everyone, everyone that moves here from somewhere else, that's yeah. always like the biggest thing that they say is that people here they'll say hi to you on the street. Like New Yorkers come here and they're like, it freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I was fucking like, what do you want? What do you want? I don't have any money. All right, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm not getting paid till Friday. But maybe when it's like <laughs> negative thirty. Right, and you're indoors yeah. all winter. Ooh, yeah. Dude, and once you get yeah. out, you're like, "Damn, there's a human!" Hello, <laughs> hello, yeah. fellow animal. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's so cold they can't get out to vote. It's just so much snow, <laughs> so all the conservatives just stay home. God, Calgary. One night, I was uh, <coughs> it was a blizzard, and I was in this room, and I'm watching the news, and they had a wind advisory, right? And then they start talking about, they show on the screen angles. like, And I'm like, what is going on? Like, car. Like, they show on the screen just behind the weatherman, right? They show these cars parked at a certain angle. Mm. And I was like, what the hell? The, what? <laughs> I go to the club, and I'm like, what's this shit about cars? And I'm like, well, the wind, like the way the mountains are positioned, it literally funnels the wind into huh. the town. So the wind gets so high that you have to park your car at a certain angle so the windshield doesn't blow in. Wow. Like, Jesus. damn, huh. why don't you just move? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's just crazy talk. That's you know? <laughs> Fuck. So I don't know. I mean, that's... Uh, I don't agree with her that everything should have a point. Whatever that woman... Uh, yeah. what's her? <laughs> <laughs> that's I, don't, I don't either. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't either. I don't... She's, uh, she's did you like watch the, the Did you watch the special? I've I heard seen it three it's times. great. You've seen it three times. All right, you can talk like, about it. Ju- uh, jokes I'll talk are the about point. it all day. What? I got but. a half hour in and shut it off. It wasn't like I got upset with it. I just had to the take podcast it off. or the special. The special. <laughs> the special. Oh, okay. But it was so distant from. It's what I um to. okay. So oh, basically, okay. I'll run it. I'll give you a quick rundown. Okay. Uh, it's an Australian woman named Hannah Gatsby. She is a. Uh, um, she's been doing comedy, stand-up comedy for ten years. Mm-hmm. She gets on stage. She for about a half hour, she does like her 
she does her act, and then right about the halfway point, lesbian. Yeah, she act. Lesbian yeah, material. Wait, yeah. what? Well, can you say a little well, louder? I wouldn't say. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. She, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that she just does. She's just doing. Stand-up, okay, right. She does so halfway. It's just funny. Ha- yeah. Halfway. Halfway through. Mm-hmm. She starts to talk about the things she was talking about in her set, mm-hmm. but she goes deeper into what the bits are about right. and what really would happen in them, like. Um, at one point, she talks. She does this bit about oh. So she's like deconstructing her own. Yeah, but okay. then she starts yeah. saying that she can't do stand-up comedy because it doesn't tell her story, and stories are more important than stand-up comedy. Like she starts talking about stuff like that. Uh, ba- basically, I mean, that's she subjective, goes. Subjective. Yeah, I disagree with that too. But <laughs> I, I'm liking this. But you even should. I, I, I definitely <laughs> think you yeah. because it's. Because half of it isn't even stand-up, right. I think you should watch. I think it's good. I don't think it's bad. I think it's very good. You saw it three times, so obviously I, you like. Well, it. I watched it the first time because I wanted to see what the what the it was all about. Yeah. The second time I watched it with somebody else to get their opinion on it, they were female. And then third time I just watched it again just to watch it, just to see if. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I, I, I got to finish somehow, and I, let me tell you something. It's deep, funny. It's funny. Storytelling like, is the he way got, I do. He it. got to the. He get, he did the second one, and then probably all of us wanted to cut him off on the third one. We were like, "So you could jack off, right?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is also weirdly, all of you are jacking off to each other when you do that joke. But anyway, uh, I'm circle not, jerk. I think I'm they call that. Well but, in uh, class, but yeah, it was like her big message was that self-deprecation is self-harm. In it, well, she says self-deprecation is self-harm. I also disagree. with that. I think it's a way to cut. Oh, that's totally. Yeah. That she's wrong about that. That's yeah. three things. But she's then wrong about. somebody. <laughs> get, I don't want to get. Into, I don't want to get into sidetrack. I think her message is good in terms right. of like what she was saying about herself and, and stuff like it that. Sound, and just you describing it to me sounds. It sounds very interesting. It you is know? very it, interesting. Yeah, it, it really very is. Interesting. It is. And I like anybody that's doing something different. You yes. know, it yep. sounds different and. Deconstructing your own stuff It sounds like a, a, a very Fascinating yeah, thing yeah, to do yeah. My, my yeah. only My only but issue making, I, Trying oh. to Make points like that Is th- Those points are clearly wrong I can yeah. I can argue those all. Anybody that says Let me tell you what comedy is I can disprove Whatever the fuck You're going to say next <laughs> Yeah She says There's no rules To the art She says that form. comedy is Tension You've built False tension So you can give people a joke Not true which she slightly does. She does she it does very it dr- minimally. And that's in what I dislike about it because she, she says that and then goes on for the next thirty minutes doing the same thing. Yeah, hmm. and it's like a hypocrisy thing. Like you, you can't tell people and then do it to a massive theater. Yeah. By the way, a, yeah, massive, a massive theater, theater with very, very minimal laughs. <laughs> Not that it was no, supposed to did, be all she did kind well. of Freud, yeah. Freud wrote a whole thing about what is comedy, and every word of it's garbage. You know. He's a hundred percent right and a hundred percent wrong. Right. Anytime anybody says, "Let me," this is the rules of comedy. They're wrong. Right. They're just wrong because I. First of all, I could tell a joke right now, uh, and Bart could think it's the funniest joke he's ever heard in his entire life, and Alex could say, "That's not funny." Right. So well, if Bart thinks it's funny. It's definitely not. <laughs> well, I mean, we would all think it's funny because we want to open for you. you know? <laughs> but I mean, it's not like an engine. Like an engine either runs or it doesn't. That's right. Great. Yeah. I, thought, I thought we were getting real racist <laughs> <Right>. suddenly. It's <laughs> not like them engines. I'm like, right. whoa, what, is, what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, I, you know, like 
I always heard when I was younger, like, uh, keep your head up. Because I would always, like, I was so nervous on stage, I would look at the floor. Yeah. I would stare at the carpet and tell me, I was just, I was, like, going to vomit. I was so scared being on stage. And I always heard, you can't, you can't stare at the floor. Look up. Head up. Eyes forward. Make eye contact with people. And then Mitch Hedberg comes along. Boom. Uh-huh. Genius. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he's he, staring at the he floor. Can, he's staring at the floor 90 out of 100 he's, minutes. Now he's now got two eye patches on. Yeah, he's, not even, <laughs> he's not even trying. You know, well, I mean, anytime someone makes up a rule that is supposedly universal, then someone comes along and breaks it, and it's gorgeous the way they break yeah. it. Yeah. Do, uh, do you, like, uh, I'm sure you're, at this point, you're probably not, very close to like any kind of like local like you're not like in it every night in any particular local no, scene. yeah and i miss it but like do you get any kind of like just small glimpses of the local scenes that you go to because i feel oh, yeah. like i feel like local scenes are the breeding ground for rules and comedy like i feel like i feel like local scenes Always want to tell you what you can and can't do on stage. Very much so. <clears throat> I would I would not disagree with that, but I would say this. I think I would, I think I would believe this. What I'm about to say. I, I think someone starts doing comedy. You're three years in, right? Yeah. Bart, you're three years in. All right. So you're trying to fill it out, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were talking before the show, mm-hmm. right? That you're four years in. Yeah. Alex, so. Yeah. And you feel like you kind of hit a dead spot, and you kind of got frustrated, and so you took a couple of months off, right? Yeah. Okay. That's, you know, that's what I, I was just saying, well, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You're four years uh-huh. in, you're three years in, are you nuts? <laughs> right. If you know what you're doing, and you're three years into comedy, something's wrong with you. you <laughs> you're not digging deep enough, you, you know what I mean? And then you get eight, nine years in, and then you start to... Like, you feel the power of it. Like, occasionally you can get up on stage and really destroy a room. Like, mm-hmm. you can make people laugh and rock in their chairs. Like, and it starts to feel powerful to yeah. you. And you start to get off on the power of comedy, not the craft of it, just the power. Mm-hmm. And then, so then you start feeling like you're good. You know, mm-hmm. and then well, now to me, that's where it all just you just shit the bed. <laughs> it, now, as so soon as you start getting truth. off on the power of it and look how great I am, then that's when you start turning around and saying things like, let me tell you what comedy is, yeah. you know, and then that's just crap. Right. Because, you know, Dave Chappelle could be sitting here and he could tell all of us how to do comedy. Oh, there's that great story where uh, Jay Leno told the story that in like 1977 or something, um, the local club owner in Houston, Jay Leno was headlining the club, and the club owner said, hey, do you mind coming in on Sunday afternoon and like doing a little workshop with the young comics? And he said, no, that's fine, I'll do that, you know? So he's standing up on stage, and there's like 20 young comics in the crowd, or, you know, the club's closed, so it's all just young comics, you know? And he starts telling them how to do comedy, right? And about 15 minutes in, one of the comics, one of the young comics just gets up and leaves the room. And Jay said he watched him, and, and the guy had a look on his face like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. That was Hicks. That was Bill Hicks that left the room. And Jay Leno said, I knew then that guy that left the room is the best comic in here. Because he's looking at me, I've been on The Tonight Show, I've got a shit ton of money, and he's thinking, fuck you. Mm. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Fuck you, you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I mean, I think that, you know, 
if Carlin was sitting here and told us all how to do comedy, we could all disprove it. You know what I mean? How you do comedy. Yeah. That's what she should have said. That's what anybody should say. Comedy works best for me. Yeah. When yeah. I do X. Yeah. It's the same you thing know? with like painting. Anybody can learn how to paint. You can paint, but you're never going to be like you, some. Not everybody's going to be the most talented painter. No, in the not world. everybody's going to be George right. W. Bush. Yeah, not everybody. Right. <laughs> Dude, those. There's not going to be a bunch of Picasso. <laughs> not everyone's like, going to. Not everyone's going to be Adolf Hitler. You know. <laughs> I mean, let's be serious. <laughs> some will paint less funny dogs. That's, yeah. that's what's like so horrible and beautiful about comedy, though. It's like you create your own fucking path i think yeah yeah you know yeah, you should it, it's a scary like i don't it, uh, yeah, how do you know wrong. if you're nobody's doing it right. right or yeah i don't know you know uh like here's the rules that i i make for myself that i i think i think i've like i don't know like when some young comic says can you give me an advice this is usually what i say go home and write 10 jokes let's say hypothetically that two of those 10 you love them like, you cracked yourself up when you wrote them. There's something about the wording. There's something about those two jokes. You just like it, and you felt proud when you wrote them. And in the shower the next morning, you kind of got a grin on your face because you feel powerful. You feel good. You feel like, I'm not bad, you know? Okay, so you got two that are that you really love, you know? And then you got, he's saying, hey, thank you so much Dude, for the show. Thank you for having us. Nice meeting you. Always a pleasure to be here. Take care. Yeah. You're proud of those two jokes. You're proud of those two jokes. Now let's say you two of another two uh, uh, of the eight that are left, right? Another two, you don't like them. You wrote them. They're sitting there on the paper, but they don't really move you, right? Then six of them, you just don't know how you feel about them, right? Okay. So that's what we got. We got ten new jokes. We got two that you're in love with, two that you just flat out don't like, and six that you're just ambivalent about, right? Go up, tell all ten jokes. Let's say the two that you don't like kill. <laughs> they get big laughs. The two that you love get nothing. And the other six do okay. In my opinion, you dump the two that worked because you didn't like them. Dump them. Mm. The two that you love that got nothing, take them home. Tinker with them. Change the wording. Move Move it around. Think about it from a different angle. Mm. Is there any word in this joke that I thought was universal, but it, maybe it's not? Is there, is there an idea in here that maybe, should I write a, a joke to lead into this joke? To maybe explain a little more about, think those two jokes you love, don't give up on them. Hammer those sons of bitches until you figure out how to make the audience laugh. Those other six, Keep them if you need them. Dump them if you don't. You should always be, in my opinion, searching for what tickles you, for what makes lights you up. Dude, fuck yeah. yeah. You know? I'm like, like, that's like the way that I think about it is like I try and convince you what I think is funny. Yeah. And <laughs> I go, I always go back to like sitting on like the back porch with my best like two buds like drinking. And, and eating and church shit Fucking dick. cracking each other up. Right. Like. And and I'm like, will that will these dudes think it's funny? Yeah, because I think it's. You like, told a joke. You told a joke tonight where you were talking about being at the dentist, right? Yeah. And this dude comes in, plain clothes. And when you the way you said plain clothes, I don't know what it was, but I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I just kind of went, huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just a little goofy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if you would have said a guy came in, plain clothes. Uh, the dentist came in and he was not wearing a smock. 
then I don't think I would have giggled. Like yeah. you just said plain clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kind of giggled, right? Yeah. And then you told the joke, and then at the end, you said, it's just some dude high on nitrous that said, I can do this. <laughs> I can be a dentist. You know? Fake, fake and, and, it, and those two parts of that joke are the reason I would have kept it. Because they kind of, I don't know, the yeah. wording was kind of interesting, kind of. I had a joke on my last CD, and well, I had. It's still on there. Um <laughs> Human beings, it's not really a joke, it's more of a sentence, I guess, but human beings will fight maggots for a rotten idea. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I was just like, oh my God. That's so, this maggots and rotten idea. Ah, and the fact that human beings, we do that, like we'll say, let's lock everybody up in prison. And it clearly doesn't work. So we'll go, let's build more prisons. <laughs> like, yeah. we, f we do the same shit. That doesn't work over and over. So I went up on stage and I did the thing. I did the line. Got nothing. Nothing at all. And I thought, shit. You know? I went back to the hotel room. I started tinkering with the word maggot. And then I thought, nah, I like the word maggot. Dude, maggot and rotten. Maggot Dude, and those rotten. Those are such, yeah. You know? I mean, that's visceral. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Fight maggots. And just the, the image of us fighting a maggot, you know? They're squirmy. <laughs> and so then I, I think I kind of no, reworded we, it a little, you know. Are we talking like regular sized maggot, regular sized human? <laughs> or are we talking about like right. giant maggot, regular sized human? Yeah. Even <laughs> normal ones, there's always like 3,000 of them. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking one maggot boxing gloves. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. One giant maggot. So anyway, here's what ended up happening. Long story short, I hammered on that on that line. I devoted so much time to that line. I mean, it's one damn line in an hour and 10 minute thing, you know, and I, every day I would hammer on that thing and I'd try, I probably literally, no exaggeration, I probably presented it on stage 45 different ways, you know, <laughs> never got a laugh, not once. And I, and then I thought, all right, I'm not, I'm not giving up on it. So let's keep the line the way it is. Let's look around it. What can I do to lead them to this line? Maybe, you know, I did that for a while. What I ended up doing was. I would do the line, human beings will fight maggots for a rotten idea. And I would pause for a second and I would go, damn it. You know how hard I worked on that shit? Let me tell you guys how I write comedy. And then I went off on this little tangent about how I actually write. Like in a hotel room, I literally move beds and I create a space <laughs> and I walk in circles and I talk out loud. And the, if there's anybody next door, they'll bang on the wall at 3 a.m. And I'm like, I'm making art. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm getting laughs from the crowd. You know, now they're laughing again. You know, okay. Mm. So in my mind, I've got this line hanging out there that I've kind of it's a it's a dangling line that di they did mm. not laugh at, and now I've got them over here. Now they're laughing again. I'm telling them about how I walk in circles, and I have some jokes, you know, and blah blah blah, and they're laughing, you know, and then I I, I describe actually the way I, I write, which is I walk in circles and I talk out loud. When I say something funny. I, I, I pause, I write it down on a pad, and then I keep walking, right? So then I, I, I physically do it where I'm walking in circles on stage, and I'm just saying funny shit that I've already done 30 minutes ago, right? So now the crowd's making that connection, mm -hmm. and they're laughing, right? And then I come, and then I go, human beings are fighting maggots for a rotten idea. Oh, there's gold, baby! There's gold! <laughs> yeah, dude. Right? And now the crowd's laughing. And then I, I, I go, and then I come, and then I come up here, and I say it, nothing. <laughs> Boom. Then they all start laughing. So, 
I, in other words, the idea that they're not going to laugh at that line is unacceptable to me. You are going to laugh at it or I'm going to quit. One of the two. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to stop doing it. Yeah. I will figure out a way to force you to laugh at this line, even if I have to go on an 11-minute rant about how I write in the O'Connell Lodge. Dude. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Like, like, that just makes me think of that Dice Clay album, The the Day the Laughter, the day the laughter where he, he just goes on that long-ass, like, get it? Got it? Like, <laughs> and it's just, it's just he he's like, it's not even funny. And then it just... Right. Eventually, everyone is laughing their asses off because he's just... Yeah. He's went he nuts. He con fucking convinced you that... Yeah. It's, <laughs> dude, yeah. Ugh. It's like, to me, it's like a piece of clay. You know what I mean? It's a piece of clay. And uh, and you're going to you're gonna make whatever you want out of it. Whatever, you know, the act. You're going to write an, an hour and, and this is my clay. It's not yours. It's not the audience's. It's not the booker. Fuck the booker. And fuck the owner of the club too. Mm. If you don't like me, <laughs> if you don't like dude, me, I won't come back yeah. to your club. God That's damn, fine. Dude. That's fine with me. I don't <laughs> care. You know, this is my clay. Yeah. It's the only thing I have in life. So fuck you. You know. Yeah. And then I'm going to take my clay and I'm going to go into West Virginia and I'm going to I'm going to show them my clay. If they don't like it. Fuck them. I'll go home and I'll whittle on it some more. And I'm going to force you to like this shit. You know. <laughs> and uh, and then once I get it the way I want it, and I like it, then I record it onto a CD. That no one buys because no one plays CDs anymore. <laughs> and then I get a new block of clay and start all over again. And I yeah. can't think of anything I'd Dude. rather do with my life. I feel like all you would have to do to the block of clay in West Virginia is just put, like, a Confederate flag on it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny, and they hate, they hate it when you, in West Virginia, when you mentioned that they were not part of the Confederacy. <laughs> they, they, That's West, hilarious. That's West Virginia fun. and Virginia split. Yep. Because Virginia was part of the Confederacy, and West Virginia said, "We do not want to oh be." Oh my God! So the smartest split. move they ever made. Yeah, when you go there, do it. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Mar so Mars is gonna be in a Waffle House. You guys were not part of the Confederacy. You don't know. And you know who else gets pissed at this is Maryland. They were part of the Confederacy. Maryland oh. was, and they hate it when you yeah. mention it. <laughs> so uh, you, you open with that shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Everyone's just staring at each other now. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't do know. You, I mean, I, um, you know, I, I, I sound confident, but I, I'm really, you know, insecure and weak and and uh, scared and, and all that stuff. You know, ah, we all are. But uh, Not it, me. but when it comes to comedy, <laughs> that's you know what I mean. Like that's my thing. And I'm like mega stubborn about it. Ooh, what mega stuff? Yeah. Okay. What what's like your pet peeve of? somebody somebody said like like what is something you see repeated that people think that they should be doing that yeah comedy pet peeve yeah 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 like do you have like a like when you're watching a stand up act is there something that you see multiple stand up acts but like mine is mine is when people say guys too much and you're not referring hmm. to actual guys it's like so guys, hey guys, yeah, hey guys. right? Yeah, guys. I, I only hate when people do it when they're referring to women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that kind of. St I mean, I get, <coughs> I get, yeah. That that would that would irritate me. You know, if I was sitting in the room and they said it over and over, that would irritate me. But also, <laughs> I know that when I was a young comic, I had quirks for sure that I could. You know, they were just nervous ticks. 
Mm -hmm. So if I was sitting in the back of the room and someone said guys 75 times in a four-minute guest set, I'd be, I'd be annoyed with a smile on my face. Because like, I remember that, that time I taped myself and I said, you know Ooh. what I mean? Like 157 yeah. fucking times. <laughs> and I'd be thinking, well, at least I'm not saying you know what I mean anymore. <laughs> My, mine is, uh, I don't know. I do that too. Yeah. That is my... I, I do that uh, too. <laughs> fuck me, man. My, I think we have these little ticks. Mine is. Yeah. I'm always, I always say that's just how I feel. I don't know why I say it. That's a weird one. What, right? <laughs> that's a weird one. I'll say a punchline. I'll be like, that's just how you know, I feel. You know what, Wes? Yeah. Pl just put the microphone right, down. I'm sorry. And <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. You guys don't know anything about comedy. <laughs> right, right. That man was Bill. The, <laughs> the one that the one local here that I think is hilarious and I always feel bad, but he always says, uh, and whatnot. <laughs> and ah, whatnot. I, I know think, what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I wrote or, a joke, um, I wrote uh, a joke one not. time. <laughs> Uh, I wrote a joke one time, and I don't remember the joke, but the, the punchline was there were two turtles. For some reason, I it was a joke about someone that had two turtles, and I, I had named them uh, butt-fucking-whatnot. <laughs> so if I was watching that person, I'd just be smiling, thinking, <laughs> oh, this turtle. Why not? Yeah, that's yeah. a good name for a turtle, why not? Yeah. It's good he didn't end his jokes with butt-fuck. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I tell you what bothers me, but y y this is like back to rules. It's like, yeah. it's like when I'm watching a comic and... Uh, they're on stage and they, they tell a joke and then they kind of go, so what else is going on? Uh, Ooh, yeah, what else yeah. is going yeah. on? Or what am I going to talk about? What, so like, what else do what I want to talk dude, about? Yeah, okay. I, I think to myself, God, I have, all the time. I you have know? a little bit more leniency. Constantly. I have a little more leniency on, on like all of these things like at an open mic because you might be going up there For doing sure. new stuff and you're just trying to like feel yeah. it out or whatever and it's just yeah. it's a tick. Yes. But if you're yeah. on like I would rather if see you're on someone a look at a piece of paper than say what <laughs> what else is but, going but on. But even it's, it's yeah. to fill it's, it's I'll tell you what it is but especially it's even, at an open mic it's when someone's working on new material it's just to fill air because they don't want to like lose. They they're feel nervous. like if they're silent yeah, yeah. and it's especially when you're about tip. to new new uh, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. just say it for me I do it all the time if I feel like I'm doing a new bit and I want that bit to work and the crowd and I don't have the crowd there and I don't feel like I have the crowd with any bits right now. I have to be like, all right, what's all that's going on? It's almost a way of saying like, hey, you might not like this one, but I hope you like this one. Yeah. It's kind of basically what you're saying. I, I, but I yeah, feel it's a different with the silence. Like, it, it's yeah, a different. No, it, it's a different story when it's like a, a showcase because For like, sure. the, like if it's booked. <laughs> And and you're getting paid, then like you should be doing material that you've you've worked on and is gonna work, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, I also think you should tr try and sprinkle in. Or, oh no! Oh, or meander. Yeah, a little. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. Like you throw in like you know some stuff in the middle that you just want to see if it'll work in yeah, front of yeah, a real yeah. audience. But like, you can't go and do a 12 minute set that you're getting paid for, and for it's sure. just all stuff you wrote that afternoon. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. And then and back to rules, you know, rules. Don't do 12 minutes of new material on a showcase. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a good question. I mean, I, you know, for the last few years I had, I seriously don't know if I'm, if I'm right or wrong. I, my habit has been I record a CD and then I dump every, all of it. It's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. Mm. I don't even remember it. And I start completely fresh. So those first, that first month is hell. That's different it's though. Holy you're, shit. You're, you're so like working. an hour? Like I, I I bring a notebook on stage and I do an hour of Holy brand new shit. Fuck. That's that's a little Jesus. different though, because like you're working on one like big piece of of 
you know, comedy right. and yeah. you're you're like you're sculpting it. We're just writing one bit at a time going up and doing it on, you know, yeah. on yeah. a like microphone peanuts. like right. Like when you're in that when you're like the scenario that we're in, yeah. you a we're still not really that great at it. So like we can't go up and do <laughs> we can't do these like you know, we can't do like 10 minutes of brand new comedy. Uh, at a show that people are paying for, right? Yeah, like uh, I can't we, either. We just—it's <laughs> <laughs> brutal, and I always think, "Oh my God, Stuart, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is nuts!" You know, <laughs> like I was in a club in Minnesota. It's like a weekend club, Thursday, Friday, Saturday gig mm. that I've worked for maybe five or six years. You know, something like that. And I—I I had just recorded the CD, so this is what you get, you uh, know. And I was the whole weekend. I was like, "God, this is stupid," you know. I'm trying to make a living at this shit, and and the owner is saying to me, "What are you doing?" Uh, you know, yeah. and I'm like, "Hey, you know, if you don't like it, then don't have me back." You know, and I'm being stubborn and everything. But on the flip side of it, and I seriously don't know if I'm right or wrong. My theory is, if I kind of do, like, half of the old act and half the new, then that's just even longer that it's going to yeah. take right. to perfect this shit. Yeah. Huh. So if I jump into the pool just dive right in and i don't know how to swim i'm gonna learn how to swim faster yeah than if i wade out yeah. and little by little but i you know i mean i i you know i if someone said to me you're ruining it and you're you're doing it wrong and you're punishing those people they paid to see you and blah i would say you're right you're right because they are I, but and i would turn around and do it again i think <laughs> i don't know i think but i think it it <clears throat> it's different when you have when you have fans and they're coming to see you. I don't know how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. I, I'm swe- I mean, you, I don't. You had a whole table. He, uh, I had one here table. today. I had one table tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's but, what you were. Yeah. You, college less, professors but, love but I, me. But, yeah. but like what I was. But like I think it's different when you have people that are like specifically coming to see you because yeah. like I know like I would have liked to see you in that first month. And then to see you, you know, six months later, just to see like how the jokes like grew and progressed. I saw you in Ann Arbor. I think it was three months or four months ago, something like that. And your act has changed since then already. Yeah, when when we worked together in Ann Arbor, it it was. I don't think I'd had this structure yet. Did I? You had some parts. Some parts, but it was you were doing more of a. You were asking how is. You were saying like it, whether you're losing uh, faith in humanity versus whether you had hope for humanity. Yeah, you were you yeah. you weren't just saying I have hope. You, you were just saying, am I losing it? And right, I think right, that's right. and that's changed now. You're just saying like, no, I do have hope, and here's why. I also and, yeah. remember yeah. the the bumper sticker. Uh, like oh when you were yeah, at yeah, 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 remember, yeah. You did that bit about uh, you. Oh, I forgot what the bumper sticker was. Like you, you, you were like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, I played with that for a while, and it didn't feel right. Hmm. It just never felt right to me. So I dumped it. Okay. Yeah. This is this journey on this piece of clay has been erratic. Uh-huh. It's been erratic, you know. Just, uh, just like just like the uh, the election, am I right? Hey, <laughs> politics talk. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast about politics. <laughs> 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 um, how close do you when you how, how do you do you ever feel like something's done or do you do you just go all right I got to record it now? How I just I just get to a point where I'm like, yeah I got to record it now. 
How close are you right now? I, I'll, I'll probably record this in January or February, I think. I, you know, I start out a complete wreck. I'm just a mess, <laughs> right. you know. And then it slowly starts to take some sort of form. And then I, once I find a structure, once I figure out what I'm saying, what is it mm. I'm saying? Mm. Not the jokes. What is it I'm saying? Once I figure that out, then it really starts to roll. The ball starts rolling, and I can fit the jokes in there and write the jokes or whatever. And then I have, I have like a little window of like six, eight weeks where I feel like this is a good show. All like right. I show up to the club, and I'm like, I know exactly what I'm saying. I got a couple of new lines I'm working on. I'd like to tinker with this part and that part, but this is a good show. Hmm. And I hit the stage. I'm confident. Boom, 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 boom. I have six or eight, six or eight weeks of happiness. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I record it, and then it, uh, the happiness is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, see, I wonder, like, why, like, I'm attracted to doing this or trying to do this for a living. Because there's so much fucking failure. Because you have a yeah. mental illness. Yeah, like, we all you, do. You're very <laughs> mentally ill. But what? I had one more like uh, the, the follow up to the. Uh, have you ever given a thought to like filming one? Yeah. Or do you I, think I, albums I, are better? You know, at this point, I mean, it's uh, the facts are uh, people people don't buy CDs anymore, and. Um, you know the downloads you just don't get that much money for right and you know so the recording the cd is more for me than it is for anybody else right it's just like okay now i have it on cd it's done now i can move on you know <coughs> um i did i i have a buddy that i paid a minimal amount of money he's actually a filmmaker right mm -hmm. and he came out to cincinnati and and filmed god hates ann Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we filmed it on like four cameras, you know. And oh, okay, yeah. cool. I didn't but know But I don't have the money to edit it. I don't. Yeah. I just don't have the money. Oh. But I like the feeling that it's there. You know, it's done, yeah. and, it, and it's there. And we filmed like five shows oh, on wow. four cameras. Hmm. So you're talking about a lot of footage to edit. Right. Um, and if I could, you know, I mean, it, you know, whatever. I mean, one day I'll, you know, something to happen, and I'll, I'll have a little money, and I'll, I'll say, hey, let's get this done, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, the, I, I, don't, <coughs> I'm, I don't say this next thing as like a, woe is me, I'm so pissed, or anything. Like, the facts are this. I'm a middle-aged, straight, white dude who is not famous, and <coughs> it's not going to change. <laughs> I'm white, yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying that to mean that if I was Korean, things would be different. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you know, if I would have made it, I would have made it 15 years ago. The if I make it now, it'd be a fluke. It'd be some fucked up thing. I mean, Burr was in Philadelphia or wherever he was when he went nuts. Yeah. On the crowd about Dom, right? Yeah, that was Philly. And then everybody fucking Bill Burr had been on the road for twenty five fucking years. Yeah. He was funny as shit forever. Yeah. Yeah, and then boom, dude! I just saw him at the Fox Theater. <laughs> yeah. I I couldn't. He was so far away. I couldn't even see him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's thousands. Of, there's like the Grateful Dead now. There's thousands of people flying. Right. 
something like that might happen. You know, someone might shoot me, and then you know what I mean. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it goes viral or some <laughs> shit like that. it's. But that's a you're talking about a long shot. Oh no, it's easy. You just yeah. like like in the movie, the comedian, the De Niro movie. Yeah. You just uh, <laughs> you just make like you just make like seven viral videos, right. and then you go, you, you get, just get famous. You, you know? have to become <laughs> a, a writer for Adam Sandler, who's doing stand up, like in Funny People. Yeah, Is that yeah, what you do? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just make viral videos, right. you know, just go out there and make them. Yeah. <laughs> Better yet. I mean, my, my question now is, uh, you know, it, am, am I going to be able to sustain this until I die? You know, it'd be nice to have an expiration date to know. You know, is it going to be is it going to be later this month? Because I think I'm booked. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to make it. You know, am, am I going to live to be ninety? Probably not. But you know, I don't know if I can do this till I'm ninety. But I, if you if you could guarantee me that I will be able to pay my bills and have no money left over, really. But I have no savings account. No, I have no insurance. Nothing like that. But if I could sustain that level of of poverty. And do this until I die, then I'm I'm in on that. I'll take that every day. That's mm-hmm. that's what I. To me, that's the hope. Mm-hmm. Can I go to West Virginia when I'm 70 and piss off a bunch of people? <laughs> you know, that'd be great. I mean, I'm not. I think it's great that Bill did that, and he I mean he shot a, He's funny. He he deserves it. You yeah. Know? Mm. So nothing against Bill, but I don't. That's a long shot to hope for something like that. It's mm. not realistic. Yeah. You know. You're going to have to just get yourself familiar with some sports teams and start ragging on their cities. That's how you, that's how you got to do it. <laughs> just be the uh, the sports roast comedian. Right. <laughs> I had like you a guy a-, um, a guy made a cartoon of one of my bits. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw yeah. it. Yeah. It got like a million views. It, it, it got over a million. I don't remember how many. It got a, I was shocked. Yeah. Like Trey Crowder, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He he posted it on his thing. Oh, nice! And it just went crazy. Nothing happened, you know. <laughs> it's just like it just sat there at a, a million views, and you know, nobody sent me a check. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bill Burr came to Grand Rapids when I was working. Yeah, and uh, and did a set. Oh yeah, 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 I remember. I saw pictures of that on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last time I was at Grand Rapids, Bill came in and did a set. You know, and. That's that's another thing. I, I, I hope I hope this sounds as positive as I feel it. But when you're 25, and Bill Burr comes into the club, there's a part. There's your brain is thinking he's going to see me. He's going to take me on the road. <laughs> yeah. When you're 25 years into comedy, you've been punched on stage. You've had a guy shit on your car. You've put out five hours of of material, and nothing's fucking happened. All you can think of is fucking Bill, get off the stage. I got shit to say. <laughs> you know? He's not gonna take me on the road. Are you fucking nuts? Right. Nothing's gonna happen to me. And that's I went up I had to follow Bill Burr, which is which was great because now that's like the ultimate test for material. Yeah. Like okay, that's what all I thought in my head. It, like yeah. all right, Stuart, we'll see if this is really funny. Can this material follow Bill Burr? Yeah. You know? That's that that's what that night was about for me. And the guy, the comics in the back of the room said, Bill, watch for five minutes and, and said nice things about me. And then some woman came up and wanted his autograph and he went, fuck this. And he walked out and left. <laughs> uh, that, I love that. The last <laughs> yeah. part, I mean, where he says, fuck this. I'm leaving. <laughs> this, I'm leaving. Oh, man, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, yeah, I hope I, that sounds I, as positive as I feel. It, it was. Yeah, 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 I yeah. heard it, uh, about that show from other comics and they said you, you crushed 
right after him. So, yeah, I mean, I hey, here's a tip for anybody listening. I I made a decision. I was standing in the back of the room. Bill, here's the way it went down. Like the MC went up, did his set. He did not say, "Hey, Bill Burr's here," right? He just went up and did his set. He brought a guest set up, and then brought the feature act up, and then and Bill told him to do this. He just said, uh, "Ladies and gentlemen, we have a this is after the feature, right?" So before me, yeah, right. He says we have a special guest. You're here on a good night. Please welcome Bill Burr. And then Bill walks up. Place just goes <laughs> fucking. But it's like everybody had an orgasm at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like people are standing up in their seats. They don't. They can't even believe that this just happened. And <laughs> wow. Yeah. And yeah. I'm in the back thinking, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Damn. <laughs> I mean, he was a cool guy. He was nice to me and everything. Yeah. Nothing against Bill, but Jesus, I get this is, I gotta follow this shit, you know. <laughs> and then he does twenty minutes and kills, right? <laughs> and so I'm in the back, and here's what I was thinking, and I'm I, I, I telling you the story because it might happen to someone listening, and you know, it turns out I made the right decision, which might work for you guys. Um, I thought, all right, he's gonna destroy this room, even if he's not funny. Mm. It's just going to destroy this yeah. room. Right. Mm. All right. So I made this decision. Uh, he said good night. Place standing ovation. Right. It's a Saturday, 8 o'clock, or late show Saturday. Sold out. Right. Standing ovation. Bill Burr. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking MC goes up and goes, are you ready for your headliner? (laughs) Most of the crowd is turning around. Their backs are watching Bill. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they have their cameras out and they're filming Bill Burr just standing there. Right. They're not even looking at the stage. So I went up on stage and I said, hey, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Comics in the back of the room. I want to tell you guys something. Okay. Still, by the way. A lot of the crowd is, isn't even facing me. And that's the reason I did this. They're, they're like filming Bill, you know. So I said, comics in the back of the room. Bill Burr just did a sold-out show, okay, here at the uber-fucking-wonderful theater, whatever the fuck, wherever the hell he was, right? He does a sold-out show, destroys, does two hours of brilliant comedy on stage. He could be at the top of the Hilton Marriott right now in a yeah. sauna, bubble bath, champagne big cigar he's earned it he's been on the road a long time he's a great comic he could be relaxing right now no he gets in an uber fucking goes over to the club and gets up here and works on new material comics in the back of the room you will never be as good as you can be you're never ever going to reach that point where you say I'm not capable of being better than I am. Bill Burr knows that. Hmm. That's the reason he's here working on new material. Hmm. That is how you do comedy. Hmm. Everybody applauds. In the time that it took me to say all that shit, the crowd had settled. <laughs> yeah. They turned around. You know, they put their phones away. In other words, if I would have walked up there and said, joke number one, yeah. fu- fuck the, the, you can't yeah, do that. Dude, you yeah. cannot follow Bill Burr by just going into your act. Yeah. Right. I gave him time to settle. And I said some stuff that I really meant, too. It's not. I yeah. wasn't just kissing his ass. I said some shit I meant. And I said, that is how you do comedy. You never, ever stop working. Big applause. And then I said, now... How the fuck do you follow Bill Burr? What a dick. What a dick. He comes up here and fucks up my show. What an act. Boom. Now crowd's laughing. And then I just slid into the first joke. Yeah. So it, I've, I've fucked it up. 
like I've been in the back of the room and some shit has went down, you know, in the club. Someone comes in, you know, two people get in a fight, whatever it is. And I've thought, okay, here's the way I'm going to handle it. And I've made the wrong decision. And I went up on stage and, and, and played my cards. And it yep. turns out, yeah, I shouldn't have done this. This was wrong. That night I made the correct decision. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, passing that on. You, if you have to follow a big star, let say some shit. Give them time to settle down. Yeah. You know? Damn, dude. Are we done? <laughs> I think so. Do yeah. you, you want to, like, plug anything to the four people yeah. that will... <laughs> listen to this, which will be us again. You, one one person <laughs> listens to your podcast. One person listens yeah. to yours. I got two that yeah. one person listens to. I still don't have a podcast. <laughs> hey, I do want to plug one thing. <coughs> um, I've suggested Lenny Bruce to a lot of young comics, and they always say to me, "He's not funny. He's not funny." You know. Let, let me plug this. Uh, there's a box set. I think it's called Be- Beware. Okay. You, you know, you go go on the internet, find it for free or something. Mm. Give Lenny a chance. There's a lot more there than than if you just if you just download one clip of Lenny, you're not going to get all of Lenny. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to plug Lenny Bruce. Give him a chance. Get in there and give him a few hours. Mm. He he was amazing. You watch that Miss Maisel show? You see the uh, no, Marvelous I haven't. Maisel? It's but cool. uh, it's Tom good. Simmons told me about that. He says great. Yeah, Lenny's in it. He Simmons. actually like hooks uh, he hooks the lead up like a couple times they're like bailing each other out of jail and stuff it's pretty good really yeah well somebody portrays him it's not fun. he's really <laughs> lenny is you know i mean i put him up there yeah and i think he's slipping i think a lot of young comics aren't giving him but you know the problem with lenny is like he you know he's dropping a lot of jazz lingo and he also jewish lingo right yeah. so you know like when when i really got into lenny if you're listening to cds or, or whatever you've got to hit pause when you get lost and you don't understand, hit pause. Google Google the word. You know, Google it. Give him a ch- give him a yeah. chance to understand what he's saying. Yeah. You know, dude, I read his autobiography not too long ago, mm. and it was hard for me to like understand what he was saying. It's hard. But it, it took a minute, and then I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, uh, fuck, you're, yeah, you're funny. Yeah, he's yeah. funny as hell. Yeah, he really he really was funny as hell. I, it's just amazing how much speech changes. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you know, like the example I give is like Hicks did a bit on Waco, Texas, right? On the Branch Davidian thing, right? <laughs> Hicks did this bit. Lenny died in, I forget what year he died in, but he's, he's been dead 50 years. Wait 50 years and go back and listen to Bill Hicks. You're not going to know what the fuck he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> so if you want to if you want to understand what Bill was about in 50 years, you're going to have to Google. You're going to have right. to give him a little bit of your patience and research a little bit, yeah. you know? So yeah. that's what I like to plug. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. Dude, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks yeah, for I enjoyed the podcast. with you guys. Fuck yeah, man. This was great. Good night. Good night. <laughs>